the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rappin' on Racing. a veteran. He's the cop on the beat who spent six months in Saudi Arabia sweating two gallons a day and making sure the armored personnel carriers didn't run out of fuel. He's the barroom loudmouth, dumber than five wooden planks, whose overgrown frat boy behavior is outweighed a hundred times in the cosmic scales by four hours of exquisite bravery near the 38th parallel. She or he is the nurse who fought against futility and went to sleep sobbing every night for two solid years in Da Nang. He is the POW who went away one person and came back another, or didn't come back at all. He is the Quantico drill instructor who has never seen combat, but has saved countless lives by turning slouchy, no-account rednecks and gang members into Marines and teaching them to watch each other's backs. He is the parade-riding legionnaire who pins on his ribbons and medals with a prosthetic hand. He is the career quartermaster who watches the ribbons and medals pass him by. He is the three anonymous heroes in the Tomb of the Unknowns whose presence at the Arlington National Cemetery must forever preserve the memory of all the anonymous heroes whose valor dies unrecognized with them on the battlefield or in the ocean's sunless deep. He's the old guy bagging groceries at the supermarket, palsied now and aggravatingly slow, who helped liberate a Nazi death camp and who wishes all day long that his wife were still alive to hold him when the nightmares come. He is an ordinary and yet an extraordinary human being, a person who offered some of life's most vital years in the service of his country, and who sacrificed his ambitions so others would not have to sacrifice theirs. He is a soldier and a savior and a sword against the darkness, and he is nothing more than the finest, greatest testimony on behalf of the finest, greatest nation ever known. So remember, each time you see someone who has served our country, just lean over and say, thank you. That's all that most people need, and in most cases it will mean more than any medals they could have been awarded or were awarded. Two little words that mean a lot. Thank you. And that's what is a veteran.
does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the This is the Banker Bob Thought for this evening. I'm 77 years old. I've seen it all. I've done it all. The only problem is I can't remember most of it. Good afternoon, race fans, and welcome to Rappin' on Racing, May 30, 2023. What an amazing Memorial Day weekend. Uh, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the regular wrapping on racing, I want to share some things that I thought were interesting. Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, after a lot of agonizing wait and nagging questions, they're finally over for Joseph Newgarden. Two-time IndyCar Series champion Newgarden passed reigning Indianapolis 500 winner Marcus Erickson on the last lap to pick up his first career victory in the greatest spectacle in racing on Sunday at the packed Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Newgarden, who's from Nashville, Tennessee, earned his spot on the Borg Warner Trophy and in racing immortality for his 12th career 500 start, extending Team Penske's event record to 19 victories in the race. But a little sidebar that was really nice. Travis Geisler of Team Penske took a very good friend of his that is having serious health issues to Indy. That was the fellow's dream. He wanted to go to Indy. And the people at Penske rolled out the red carpet for this young man and created wonderful memories that will last him for a lifetime. It was also very nice that they won the race. Ryan Blaney broke his 59-race winless streak Monday night, collecting his first Memorial Day weekend win in the Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Blaney piloted the number 12 to victory after leading a career-high 163 laps in a race that was postponed from Sunday due to inclement weather. A restart on lap 381 saw Blaney poised to the outside of William Byron on the front row. Blaney timed the restart perfectly with a push from Martin Truex Jr. and never relented. My son Darren and I spent four days at the track fighting off rain to see this wonderful race. Marcus Smith and his entire staff did an excellent job under extreme weather conditions to complete the program. Everywhere you went, it didn't matter. Security people, food vendors, uh, all the staff, very pleasant people, very nice, just couldn't be more helpful if they tried. And we had a nice time there. Like I said, four days and a lot of umbrellas, but we pulled through. 
Today's show will include an interview with the CEO of Speedway Motorsports, Marcus Smith, and Jessica Fickenscher, the executive director of the NASCAR All-Star Race. Some of the discussion involved plans for next season that could include the Cars Tour, late models, and modifieds. Marcus Smith mentioned his feelings about Dale Earnhardt, the ambassador of NASCAR Motorsports. We have Tyler Harris's report from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and that includes victory lane comments from A.J. Flick and Kyle Lucon. Howie Bayless has a nice interview with 305 feature winner Jimmy Morse at the Lake Trobe Speedway. A lot of racing this weekend. We hope you enjoyed it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, while we had a couple of minutes waiting for Kyle Larson to get wrapped up in Victory Lane, uh, our president and CEO, Marcus Smith, and our executive director for the NASCAR All-Star Race, Jessica Fickinger, talked them into coming in for just a couple of minutes if you had any questions about tonight or the weekend. And uh, I think right off the bat, they wanted to start off with some pretty important thank yous. Yes, thank you. Um, thank you to all, all you all to, uh, for all the, the positive uh, coverage and all the great storytelling. Um, you know, it takes a lot of um, a lot of people to put this event on, and um, there's been a lot of great stories to talk about. Um, you know, the community of Western North Carolina, of Wilkes County, uh, Wilkesboro, and North Wilkesboro, um, the NASCAR community with the way everybody has pulled together. Um, the the amazing people that have been here working to revive the Speedway for the last seven months straight, um, our contractors, and um, and just so many people that have worked tirelessly over particularly the last seven months, but then so many that never gave up um, for years leading into this to get us to the point where uh, we can make this happen. And Jessica, uh, our executive director of the NASCAR All-Star Race here, and our chief experience officer, um, was was on point from the beginning to um, to make things happen. She and Steve Swift uh, worked together as a as a great duo to um, to do some things that that people thought couldn't be done. And um, it, was a, it was a long road, but we got here and did some things uh, that that were really special. Jessica, any particular comments you want to make just about this effort and what's taken place the last six months? Yeah, I mean, just to echo what Marcus said, it uh, was definitely uh, the community that kind of came behind us and really helped us. A huge thanks to the DOT, Highway Patrol, all of the local law enforcement. We had countless meetings with them and, and trying to figure out the best way to make this successful for, for not just our fans, but for the industry and for the neighbors. And, uh, you know, we still have traffic leaving, but but so far it's it's been a really... Uh, smooth smooth week in, in that regard so you know they, they've just jumped in and, and helped in any way that we could it, the, the local towns uh, for anybody that was at the fan fest i don't think i've seen a holler parade or fan fest with that much excitement and that much pride in a town in the 27 years that I, i've been with speedway motorsports so that was that was really exciting Good. All right. Well, thank you both. We'll open it up. We got a couple of questions before Kyle gets in here. Let's uh, start here with Jeff, and then we'll go to Jim Utter. For Jessica, um, it sounds like, I mean, from people we talked to, the traffic concerns never really materialized. People got here early enough, I guess. Or what, what do you think, what, what, how do you attribute that success to? 
definitely the planning. Um, from the day we decided that we were going to have the all-star race here, we got on the horn with everybody we could um, locally and just had countless meetings, brought in uh, some of our folks, the, the best in the business from Las Vegas Motor Speedway and, and Charlotte Motor Speedway and, and Bristol Motor Speedway and just kind of brainstormed. Uh, we, we worked with Waze, which is something that we had never done before uh, to come up with specific routes. So we, if you were parking a certain lot, we wanted you to go that way and not have everybody come up through one main artery. So that was really successful, something that we'll probably replicate at other facilities uh, now that we've seen it work. And um, it just a lot of town meetings, a lot of every Monday morning, we would have a, a meeting with, with all the mayors and the town managers from, from both towns. There's two mayors, there's two town managers, city council, and just constant communication uh, and making sure that they knew everything that we were doing, meetings with the, all the neighbors. Um, it, I mean, I think communication was the key, absolutely. Okay, let's go to Jim. JimMutterMotorsport.com. Marcus, I know it's really early, but is there a place for North Wilkesboro in the SMI schedule of NASCAR events next season? Um, it's, it's a question that's on my mind as well. I think that when you see a successful week of events like we've had here, it's, it's natural to think, boy, maybe we could come back here. Um, so I'm definitely thinking that way, uh, that, it's, that it's got a lot of potential I, um, you know, I've never been to a NASCAR week where everybody was in such a good mood and, uh, and everything was just going so well. Um, so it's definitely, you know, something that, that we're thinking about. Um, we, we just started working on next year's schedule with NASCAR. So, um, we'll see. I think that, you know, not speaking to next year specifically, I do think that there's definitely you know a place uh, in the NASCAR world for North Wilkesboro Speedway, and um, you know whether it's a special event like All Star, maybe one day it's a points event. I don't know. Um, I think it's a very important place for um, for you know short track racing, the the late model races, the modifieds, um, you name it. This is a, it's a special place. It's like walking into a museum that's active and living and, uh, and very special for the competitors and the fans alike. Okay. All right, let's go to Bob, and then we'll go to Greg. Uh, Bob Hockris, Fox Sports. Uh, Marcus, so do you, are you going to have to repave before you have another event? And if so, is there still any thoughts of just making it dirt? Um. Great question, and uh, you know, so uh, it depends on who you ask. I talked with Daryl Waltrip earlier before um, before the race, and he said you got to repave this thing. And uh, I talked with um, uh, the King, and he said uh, let him race on this on this old pavement. Um, so th- there's a there's a lot of different ways to think about it. I think that um, for the, what I think is that our our team has done an amazing job at preserving the track, keeping it together. Um, they've learned some new things on the surface and kind of managing it, keeping it together and creating, um, a a really, uh, varied surface that I think challenges the teams. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how it, how it, uh, weathers and when it needs to be repaved, we'll repave it. I think, um, I would lean towards not repaving until we absolutely have to. And Marcus, even as we've seen at Atlanta, the technology now with with a repave is different than what it used to be, and the perception yes. can be different. So, well, our, yeah, our our goal in the next repave is to pre, is to present a track that where the asphalt surface 
is not uh, like a, a parking lot surface. Um, you know, our, our paving goal is totally different than uh, what asphalt is actually made for in paving. Um, but a parking lot or a street, you want it to last for a super long time and you want it to be very smooth. We, um, I don't mind how long it lasts. I, I really want it to come out of the, of the box racing really well. So we'll see how, um, how it works. And I'm sure uh, after tonight we'll have some more data and, and look at uh, what's next. Okay. Let's go to Greg. Greg Engel Forbes. It's kind of along the same line. We keep peppering you with almost the same thing. But I was talking to fans today. There was one guy in particular. He lives five miles from this track. He grew up around this track, um, and he was walking around, and he, and he was in tears. And, and, and I said, uh, you know, he, he said, we're proud. You know, we can go to Darlington. We can go to Charlotte. We can go to others. But those aren't our tracks. This is our track, and we're proud of it. Yeah. And, and so, obviously, we can't sit here and say tonight, we'll be back next year for the All-Star. But what's the immediate future for this track? Is it cars, uh, tour, that kind of thing? You know, what can we tell these guys that, that live close to here and are so pumped up about the immediate future of this track? Yeah, that's great. I, it, it's a real um, – you know, people have talked about how special this is. Um, thousands of people have said to me, you know, you have no idea what this means to our community. Um, so – I think we all kind of feel that, you know, this this is a special place and a special event, and it's because uh, of this rebirth opportunity. And uh, you know, it's it's never happened before that you've taken a uh, a sporting venue and left it for dead, and it's been revived. Uh, it's a true Lazarus story. And uh, so I, I intersected with with a number of those fans that that had a similar story and. Uh, for for everybody, I would say this place is going to have racing um, on the calendar in in the very near future. Um, I have had great conversations with um, with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Kevin Harvick about you know what what could we do here with the Cars Tour. Um, I think that, like I said earlier, this place is special for not just the fans but the competitors alike. And uh, in fact, when I was having that conversation with Daryl Waltrip and, and the King, they asked me, "Now, how old is this is this pavement again?" And I said, "It was '84." Uh, and they both looked at each other and said, "We raced on this track." <laughs> so, what a cool thing, you know, for every race car driver out there to race on the same surface as Richard Petty and Daryl Waltrip and a bunch of other legends. Um, we want to make that available for a lot of racers that uh, will come from all over the country to be here. KellyCrandallRacer.com. Marcus, can you take off your business hat for a second and just describe what it was like, your emotions all weekend coming to and from the track and seeing what was going on and just this place being back to life? Yeah, just incredible gratitude. Um, I am just um, amazed at how hard everybody here worked to make this happen. And, um, you know, Jessica and Steve Swift have led this team of a couple hundred people um, that have uh, come to work with a real mission uh, mindset, not, not a typical um, you know, clock in, clock out uh, mindset, but a real mission mindset. And I think it, uh, it shows up in what they've been able to achieve. I mean, we, they were able to um, start this project in January, and it's May right now. This place was covered in 
kudzu vines and poison oak and you know trees growing out of the grandstand uh, less than 12 months ago. And um, you know they completely built a brand new facility out in uh, in Turn Four. Um, Governor Cooper, uh, when I saw him on Wednesday, he said I, I gave it a 50-50 shot that you would actually get this done. And he said, and I was being generous at the time. Um, so it is truly amazing. And uh, so my feelings, you know, have just been incredible gratitude. I'm just. Uh, you know, so inspired by them. It's really, really great. All right, we're going to take two more, and then I think Kyle is wrapping up. We're going to go to Stephen. Stephen, back there. And then we're going to go to Jordan and wrap up. Steve Wilson, SpeedwayDigest.com. This is for both of you. What have you learned out of this experience, and where do you see that experience being able to be translated into other tracks? specifically even Nashville, where you guys are trying to get at? I think for me it was um, that I've learned that the community is really important and it's the catalyst to, to being successful. Um, it, oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, and I just uh, just having, you know, listening to them and, and, and being a, a voice for them and, you know, just, I don't know, it, the community was the most important thing to me, I think, in this whole process. And just, I, I really wanted to make them proud. Uh, Terry Parsons was a big part of this. I, uh, you, you, with your Save the Speedway efforts, were a big part of this. And, and just, you know, seeing everybody kind of really see what happens when you take a grassroots effort. And, and it's, it's a, you know, our field of dreams right now. So, I learned that, um, you know, how, how cool it is that NASCAR fans are truly embracing the history of the sport. Uh, the the history of our sport is uh, more important now than ever, and it's the 75th year of NASCAR. Um, so we you know we finally have uh, a good bit of history that people can look back to. And this um, this weekend, more than I've ever seen, I've, I've seen three generations of fans. Uh, it was very common over the last week to talk with a grandfather his son and the grandson um really really cool to see three generations of family members coming out here and and how much our fans love the history of the sport all right we're going to wrap up with jordan jordan bianchi the athletic this question's for both of you could you speak to dale earnhardt jr's role as kind of the ambassador of this track and what he's kind of done to help kind of push things forward throughout the week yeah absolutely um you know there are a lot of people that you could say it wouldn't be possible for us to be here today if it weren't for so-and-so. Um, and there truly are many, many people. And Dale Jr. is a critical part of that. Um, you know, if, if he hadn't um, had the passion and the history for the sport to say, uh, you know, and, and, the, and the passion for iRacing to say, hey, can we just capture this thing for iRacing? Um, you know, then you wouldn't have the momentum to, um, to to continue kind of believing. I think, and then, and then we had the um, the racetrack revival. Dale got behind that, wanted to be a part of it. Grandstand sold out. The um, this the, the magic was was everywhere during the racetrack revival uh, this past August, and uh, and then of course. You know, having his platform of his podcasts uh, is just so tremendous. And 
I mean, he's he's the Pied Piper of NASCAR fans uh, around the world, and I think um, you know his support was the jet fuel to um, to make this happen. The champ has entered the building. <laughs> All right, Kyle. The summer months are heating up, and so is the action at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The month of June is packed and stacked. Thursday Night Thunder on Thursday, June the 1st, featuring Western Pennsylvania Sprint Car Speed Week. A quick turnaround two days later on Saturday, June the 3rd for Champions Night. A TMT transportation action event featuring the Warwick Automotive, Rush Dirt Late Models, Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, Hobby Stocks, the Crawford Auto Repair Open 4 Cylinders, and the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns. One week later, it's the 12th Annual Ed LaBoo Memorial on Saturday, June the 10th. The most prestigious pro stock event in Western Pennsylvania with Rush Sprint Cars and Rush Sportsman Modifieds on the card. Saturday, June the 17th features Twin State Auto Racing Club Night for a TMT Transportation Action Event. View our 2023 racing schedule, purchase tickets, and more by visiting ppms.com. Can't make it to the track? Stream every race live on the cushion. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube by searching PA Motor Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. It was one for the record books as a pair of drivers pick up their first wins at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway on Saturday night. The spotlight was on the Falcone's Moon Township Automotive 410 Winged Outlaw Sprint Series as they prepared for the upcoming Western Pennsylvania Sprint Car Speed Week show on Thursday, June the 1st. Fifteen cars were checked in for the sprint cars. The night began with three-car group qualifying, where the low rider, Dale Blaney, went fastest overall in the last flight of qualifying, edging out A.J. Flick and Brandon Mattis. Track prep followed, which introduced an entirely new racing surface to the competitors, one that produced faster lap times and created more lanes from top to bottom. Heat race number one saw the top eight qualifiers, and A.J. Flick was the best in the eight-lap session, 
Darren Gallagher struggled in qualifying, but found new life in heat race number two. He topped the seven-car starting field, producing lap times equivalent to those in heat race number one. When it came to be feature time, Carl Bowser would take off with an early lead, with Flick trailing in second. Three laps was all it took for Flick to make the move. Other position battles through the field ensued, including a spirited battle between Bowser and Brandon Mattis through several laps for second, and a last lap pass by Dale Blaney on Carl Bowser for the final podium position. The field would stay caution-free, maneuvering amongst one another, with A.J. Flick winning his first career feature victory at Dirt's Monster Half Mile. After a top wing dance and congratulations from his crew, here's what Flick had to say in victory lane. He's going up top, ladies and gentlemen. Let him hear you, A.J. Flick, tonight's feature winner. Well, you called it, buddy. Come on, dude. Dude, yeah, man, you called it earlier. We talked to you on the front stretch there. You said, hey, maybe we'll see you on the front stretch. And, uh, man, you made it happen there. Uh, a very technical racetrack, but you got what you wanted. You wanted to rip the top. You got to rip the top. Congratulations on the win. Yeah, I mean, uh, track crew, first and foremost, deserves this. Um, that track sucked in qualifying. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. it. It was just too marbly. And they were able to go out and reprep it uh, after as the sun went down. And it actually gave us something where we could move around on lap traffic and not chop people off. So um, I thought the track was pretty equal top and bottom. I was able to get the lead on the bottom. I was able to get around lap cars and open up a gap around the top. So um, kudos to the track crew. And uh, this is our first one at PPMS. And it, it gives me a, a lot of excitement here before I see you guys again on Thursday. Yeah, 2018, your last visit here, but you're able to get it done for the first time. Also competed in pro stock competition, but that was many moons ago. Uh, you know, your first impression coming back for the first time in a few years, other than what you've already mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the people here. Um, I think the surface has gotten a little better, too. It looks like uh, our tires are in pretty good condition. These are the tires we won with yesterday, so they had a, quite a lot of laps on them before we even ran them today, but everything seemed to hold up pretty good, so um, I definitely think the sun going down helped, uh, and as the night went on, I saw more and more fans pack the stands, and we really appreciate you guys coming out to support us. Yeah, night number two of Western Pennsylvania Sprint Car Speed Week coming up here, but a full five-night schedule ahead. What's it going to take to become the two-time and defending champion once again? Just consistency. I mean, we come to tough racetracks, and it's going to be a tough field with a lot of cars, a lot of lap traffic, and uh, I think the people who have DNFs are the ones that are going to that are going to struggle to win a championship with it. So um, when it comes down to it, I mean, I want wins, but I want to win championships. So ultimately, we just have to put ourselves in a position where we're finishing every lap of every race we're in, and I think that'll set us up good for Sunday night finale. People you want to thank for your 2023 campaign this season? Uh, mother, father, my Uncle Doug. I know this means a lot to him. We've been making progress on the car just seven days ago. We sucked. So um, this has been a good two nights in a row. Ryan, our buddy, thank you for coming out. My girlfriend, Ashley, um, all the guys that help out on the crew back at home, your brother who's out in Indianapolis and uh, all the guys on the uh, all the sponsors on the side of the car Ferguson Heating and Air Conditioning they couldn't be here neither could fence by maintenance service but I know they're probably staying updated with everything and Ternate Construction Red Robin Gourmet Burgers uh, if it's not 11 o'clock yet go out grab some food Molly Alpine Stars By Rider Stanford's Glass Service uh, we brought on Deepwell Industry Deepwell Services and Worthington Industries so happy to get them in victory lane again it's just it's a good start I'm happy with the progress we're making and just ready to keep racing ladies and gentlemen one more time for tonight's feature winner in the Falcon Coney's Moon Township Automotive 410 Winged Outlaw Sprint Car Series, a main feature event, A.J. Flick from Apollo, Pennsylvania. The wheelman, Brandon Mattis, would live up to his nickname, finishing second on the night. As already mentioned, the low rider Dale Blaney came home third, with Carl Bowser finishing fourth, and the track record holder Jack Soderman Jr. would round out your top five. 
The Jerry Rents, Hubbis Auto and Truck Supply, Rush, Sportsman Modifieds, presented by Born to Run Lubricants, were also on the card for this Saturday. A healthy field of ground pounders were on hand to tame the monster. Although there was tremendous competition throughout the field, the night truly belonged to Aiden Cipriano, who led all 15 laps en route to his first career victory at PPMS. The 17-year-old Hermitage native was brilliant, winning the race by over 7 seconds. Second would belong to J.C. Boyer. 2021 track champion Chelsea Craigish would finish third. Cole Holden was denied of winning four in a row, but comes home fourth for his efforts nonetheless. Jordan Ehrenberg was the pole sitter who got caught in an accident early in the race. He recovered quickly and earned a top five finish for his efforts. Cole Holden wasn't completely shut out as he was your heat race winner. Prior to the racing action, we honored our 2022 track champion, Jacob Jordan, by presenting him with a Hoosier racing jacket accompanied by his championship trophy. Jordan was emotional during his interview, and understandably so, as he always dreamed of winning a championship at the Speedway that he grew up at. The TMT Transportation Action Event Divisions were also on hand, headlined by the Rourke Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. A pair of 184s would start on the front row, the American Dream Colt Patrol on the outside, and Kyle Lucon to his inside. The two would jockey for position early, battling one another in between caution flags. And after a certain restart on lap number seven, Kyle Lucon would make the move and take the lead. Advancing around the outside of Colt Patrell in turns three and four with Jam and Johnny Mollick in close proximity. Lucon would lead the rest of the race to earn his 42nd career rush late model victory at the Speedway, his first of 2023. Lucon was pleased with his performance. Let him hear you, ladies and gentlemen. He's out of the car. Let's hear for tonight's feature winner in the Rourke Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models, Kyle Lucon. Kyle, welcome back to Victory Lane. You're no stranger to this thing. You've been here plenty of times before. All-time winningest driver in Rush Late Model competition here at Pittsburgh, but I'm sure it never gets old parking it on the front stretch. Uh, yeah, especially tonight. Uh, just wasn't really very good on them restarts, and once I got the lead, I didn't want to see any more cautions, but... Uh, you know, this first night we brought this car out. Uh, it's new to us. Uh, we got it this past winter, and uh, it's a little bit different. It's, I've been telling everybody all night I keep getting all crossed up. The brakes and the clutch are switched, so the brakes are on the left, and I almost run somebody over in a lineup area earlier tonight because went to hit the brakes, and that's, you know, pit gear and these things. So uh feels pretty good. We come out to shake this car down. Uh, we were just planning on just coming on Thursday, and... Then going to run those two other big shows in the area next weekend. But uh, woke up this morning and got the edge to go racing. So we hurried up and uh, finished everything up. And uh, it's good to see. I mean, there's an awesome crowd here tonight for sprint cars and to watch all of us. So can't thank all y'all for coming out tonight and uh, sticking it out. I uh, know it's got to be starting to get a little bit late. So uh, just thanks, everyone, for coming out. Thanks, my dad, for putting this together for me. Uh, thanks for Kaylee, my cousin, pulling me the number one in a redraw, and uh, just everyone that helps us out with this deal. Yeah, people that you want to thank, you got a few names there, and uh, we want to make sure we take the time to thank Yeah, like I said, first and foremost, my dad. Uh, without him, none of this is possible. Uh, race one, Brad Hibbard. Uh, this this thing was pretty on point once we got rolling. Uh, I just need to work on my starts a little bit. Uh, catalytic Combustion, that's who I work for. They decided to come on board this year and chip in a little bit and help us out. Uh, True Form Race Products, Justin Chance. Looking forward to getting him in the second car here in a few weeks and, and hit a couple races before we got the Jook and uh, Herb Scott and everything else. Um, Acelo Racewear, Matt Logan, and 
uh, Travis Bennett, Travis hung out a lot with some things. Got some things turned around and going in the right direction. We struggled last week. We tried that 20000 down a But uh, just work on it. I uh, was pretty happy with the way the car was tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time for tonight's feature winner in the Roark Automotive Rush Late Models, Kyle Lucon. Jam and Johnny Mullick would pass Cole Patrell for second on lap number 11 and finish in that spot. Patrell would have to settle for the bronze. Brandon Bergoon rebounded from a difficult heat race to finish fourth, and Mike Reft would complete the top five. Two heat races were had, Cole Patrell winning the first, and how about Dave Goble of Raccoon Township? He would earn his first career heat race win in heat race number two. Listeners, we're going to take a quick commercial break here. When we return, we'll have the rest of the report from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway from this past Saturday, May the 27th, right here on Rappin' on Racing. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online. And get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price. And it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. The Penn Ohio Pro Stocks were on hand, preparing for the upcoming 12th annual Ed Laboon Memorial presented by Horhut Incorporated on Saturday, June the 10th. Perhaps no one is more prepared than Jordan Perkins. The Newcastle native collected two feature wins last season, which came early in the season for that matter. And with a smooth performance on Saturday, he went two for two on the season in terms of feature victories. Initially, it seemed as though the 2022 Pro Stock champion, A.J. Poljak, was going to be the man to beat. But he lost power on lap number two, abruptly ending his night. Perkins led the final 13 laps to earn his fourth career PPMS feature victory. 
and three cars would do battle throughout the final laps to entertain the huge crowd that was on hand. It was Jackson Billick earning his career-best second-place finish after making two passes in the final two laps. He passed his brother, Jacob Billick Jr., who would settle for third. The 2021 track champion Nick Kachuba finished fourth, and Dale Toohey would complete the top five. Perkins also won the lone heat race. The Hobby Sox did their best, as always, to steal the show. This 15-lap feature event had a few movers and shakers with some heavy hitters starting far back in the field due to some heat race difficulties. Gary Catellis and Garrett O'Patchen would make up row number one. The two battled up front early, but four-time track champion Steven Sheltman wasted no time moving forward from his eighth starting position. He was in the hunt for the lead by lap number six, making an entertaining three-car battle for the lead. Sheltman would advance two spots in two laps and lead the way from there, but Sheltman wasn't the only driver to move forward. Matt Bernard, who actually pulled double duty on Saturday night after making his pro stock debut, started 15th and worked his way forward to third by lap number nine. Logan Catella started 17th on the grid and also entered the top five by lap nine. The 2022 Cheplik Series champion Logan Gatellis marched forward to the second spot when the checkered flag flew. An entertaining race was turned dramatic, though. Steven Sheltman, the first driver to take the checkered flag, was unfortunately disqualified after a failing post-race inspection. Logan Catellis inherited the feature win after starting last on the grid, advancing 16 positions in 15 laps. Second one to his father, Gary Catellis and Matt Bernard capitalized on a 15-3 run with a third-place finish. Garrett Opatchen was fourth overall, and Mark Corio rebounded from week one with a top-five finish. Steven Sheltman was the heat race number one winner, and Garrett Opatchen was the same in heat race number two. The Crawford Auto Repair open four-cylinder race started with a bang. Kyle Janis made contact with Chris Knight heading into turn number one, causing Knight to make an impressive save, but not before heavy contact with the outside wall. Janis was the opening night winner, and he would continue until lap number four when he was forced to retire his car after a caution. Matt Knight was nearly a scratch for the feature, but made it out just in time. He was rewarded for his efforts, advancing from 6th to 1st in the feature event, all while evading wreckage and overtaking the competition. Eric Reynolds would bring the Herbie the Love Bug number 53 home in 2nd, with Mike Kelly finishing 3rd. Janice retired in 4th, and Craig Rudolph would round out your top 5. The always safe flagging and traffic control Young Guns had a 12-lap feature event only due to time constraints. Sadie Snatchko started on the outside front row and quickly jumped to the lead. She would lead all 12 laps to win her third career feature victory. The Duchess of Daisy Town Samara Weaver looked impressive, keeping it close in the opening laps. But the pilot of the 78Z Zoe Knight picked up the pace, especially as the race drew to a close. She would advance to the second spot on lap number four, but close the gap on the leader throughout the remaining eight laps. Therefore, Knight was second, Weaver was third. Gavin Kakalis would finish fourth, and Paige Jones would conclude the top five. Two events on tap for this week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The first is on Thursday night, June the 1st, as Falcone's Moon Township Automotive presents night number two of the Schaefer Specialized Lubricants Western Pennsylvania Sprint Car Speed Week, presented by J.S. Bova Excavating. Joining the 410 Sprint Cars will be the Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models and the Hobby Stocks. Gates open at 5, warm-ups at 6, qualifying at 645, and racing at 730. Two nights later on Saturday, June the 3rd, it's Champions Night Round 2 as we attempt to honor our 2022 track champions yet again after our first attempt was canceled due to a rainout. 
Saturday, June 3rd, features our TMT Transportation Action Event Divisions, headlined by the Rourke Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models and accompanied by the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks for a final tune-up before the Ed Laboon Memorial. The Hobby Stocks, the Crawford Auto Repair Open 4 Cylinders, and the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns. Gates open at 5, warm-ups at 6, and racing starts at 7 p.m. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. The summer months are heating up and so is the action at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The month of June is packed and stacked. Thursday Night Thunder on Thursday, June the 1st, featuring Western Pennsylvania Sprint Car Speed Week. A quick turnaround two days later on Saturday, June the 3rd for Champions Night. A TMT transportation action event featuring the Rourke Automotive, Rush Dirt Late Models, Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, Hobby Stocks, the Crawford Auto Repair Open 4 Cylinders, and the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns. One week later, it's the 12th Annual Ed Laboon Memorial on Saturday, June the 10th. The most prestigious pro stock event in Western Pennsylvania with Rush Sprint Cars and Rush Sportsman Modifieds on the card. Saturday, June the 17th features Twin State Auto Racing Club Night for a TMT Transportation Action Event. View our 2023 racing schedule, purchase tickets, and more by visiting ppms.com. Can't make it to the track? Stream every race live on the cushion. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube by searching PA Motor Speedway. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, listeners, our next guest is Teddy Gabala. Teddy, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Don. How are you doing? I'd say you're doing great. I mean, the most recent feature winner up at Jennerstown, but there's a lot of details we need to fill in here. Like, you took off two years, and people are probably thinking, eh, what the heck happened? Uh, but I guess it was so you and Brittany could start your family. So a little bit about uh, Blakely and Ryland. Yeah, so um, June 21, we had Blakely. And then the year after, in October, we had our second daughter, Ryland. So we've been pretty busy just keeping up with them. Well, if you think you're busy now with two daughters, you better tighten your belts because this is just the beginning. But, you know, for guys, 
having kids is, is great, but I think the daughter is even more significant than the son. I mean, I have two sons and two daughters. I love them all. But the daughters seem to have a special place in your life. They do. Um, they've been they've been awesome with me. And everyone else asks me, when do you want to have a son to embrace? And I'm just like, I love my daughters. And if they don't, if they don't want to race, that's fine with me. Hey, take things one step at a time. Well, I want to talk a little bit about your situation. You have a, you have a mechanical engineering degree at the University of Pittsburgh in Greensburg, a local fellow from the McKeesport area. A lot of drivers uh, going way back to the 50s came from the McKeesport area, and I had a lot of friends that... Uh, you know, the Vascos was one that came to mind, and Billy Webster, just way, way before your time. I'll tell you what surprised me. When I, went, when I looked into your statistics from before, you've been doing this for 25 years. Yeah, it's honestly hard to believe it's been that long already. Yeah. I started in 98 when I was 8 years old, and every year since we went to track... Well, you did go-karts, four-cylinders, street stocks, and now you're in the top of the class at Jennerstown. And there's some fast cars up there. I mean, to win anywhere is, is tough enough, but to win up there, that's even tougher because usually Barry Audi's taking everybody to school. But I think uh, <laughs> last week uh, the student beat the teacher. Yeah, we've been running against Barry for years now, and he's always fast. He's always up front. He's always hard to beat, and... Just to be able to pass him and and win on Saturday night was was truly amazing. And I understand there were two features. Will Trot won the second. Why were there two features on Saturday? Was one of them a rainout or something? No, they were they scheduled twin thirty fives for us. Cool. Okay. See, normally I watch that, but I was over at Charlotte with an umbrella, so I didn't get a chance to <laughs> to watch it. Oh, I feel bad for those people over there. Every okay. day. And they're calling for a 50% chance of rain today. I hope they get it in. You know, my son-in-law, Travis, obviously he would normally be there, but he took a friend to Indy. And since Roger Penske's his boss, that's not a problem. <coughs> so at Indy, they went they went in and that was 500. And now he has a shot of coming back and having his team win the Coke 600. That's a pretty good week for him. Hey, uh, when you maintain the cars, a uh, little bit about your race shop. How big is it? It's it's my parents' garage. It's a two-car garage. Nothing yeah. fancy. That's just... Yeah, so we have everything we need, tools and whatnot to, cool. to work on it. Yeah. Um, how about your toughest competitor? Outside of Barry, who would be your toughest competitor <laughs> there? I'll be honest, they're all tough, they're all fast, yeah. and on any given night, a bunch of them can win. Gary Wiltrout took us to school Saturday night, he he was a rocket, and it seemed like the, the veteran guys are always pretty tough. You mentioned uh, last time we did this in 2021, the best part of racing is having fun and racing against guys you looked up to as a kid. The first time you were in a race and won over a veteran driver, what was that like? Uh, 2017, yeah, when we were done with Barry for, it had to be 20, 25 laps. It was, it's honestly very crazy that we were able to pull that off because 
like I said before, he's always fast, always up front. And I was still pretty new racing, and we're going for our first win. We ended up pulling it off, and it, it felt very good. How long was it before your hat fit? Because I'm sure that gave you a big head. Um, yeah, yeah, it did. For for that week, we were we were pretty pretty high on us, and we ended up um, actually buying a car off of him over the off season. And I used to tease him about that. And from time to time, I'd stop to see his mom in the grandstands, and I'd say, "He sells a car." Helps the guy get started, and then the guy races against him, and sometimes he beats him. She says, I don't like it when he does that, but <laughs> hey, that's mom's thoughts. Hey, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Teddy Gabala, last Saturday's feature winner at Jennerstown. Um, you know, uh, the toughest part, obviously, is, is the money and, and the wrecks, and I've noticed that uh, lately up at Jennerstown, there's a lot of guys wrecking cars. What do you think the problem is? Um, a lot of it, I think, is just the, the newcomers coming in and just getting experience. Not yeah, we've, we've had our fair share of, uh, of, um, accidents, but, but yeah, it's, it's all about just everyone getting more experience and, and learning what to do. And I think we, uh, we had pretty clean races Saturday. Well, the first one was a little hairy, but, uh, the second one, I think went, maybe caution free maybe one caution but everything was clean but but yeah i think i think over time it'll get better once um the younger guys get more settled more in. laps yeah and, yeah i ha- heard a rumor and you can tell me if it's right or not that port city is having trouble getting parts is there any truth to that um, I'll be completely honest with you. I sold my Port City last year, and I purchased a Van Dorn chassis early winter. Well, then I guess that wouldn't be a problem for you. <laughs> now, the, <laughs> the chassis you have now, uh, where are they from? They're from Muskegon, Michigan. And how did you find them? Um, I mean, they've been around for probably around 10 years now, but we uh, we want to do something different, and... They were always out, run up front with Albert Francis at Jarrison, so we uh, decided to give him a shot. Well, that's the key word when you sell, said Albert Francis. I didn't know <laughs> that he had one of those chassis, so that would be a very good reason to look into it. Yeah. yeah. You told me your most memorable moment in racing was winning your first race at Jennerstown in 2006 in the Hobby Stocks. Can we change that? Is there something else that would be a more memorable moment? Yeah, it was definitely a top memory there. That was very, very, uh, very important for that first win. And it, it really, uh, I guess, catapulted us to just keep going and going and going. Uh, but 2019 winning that championship over them guys, our first late ball championship, it's, it's up there too. They're, they're, pretty, uh, they're pretty high on my list. You know, I would always stop and talk to your dad uh, when I was there on a regular basis. And I guess he's the reason you got into racing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he regrets it now or not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we used, to, uh, we used to watch NASCAR races all the time, and we went to a short track up in Acme, a little dirt track, running go-karts, and that's pretty much where we started for four or five years and moved up to Jennerstown in 2005 with the four-cylinder. 
You told me to, in 2021 your favorite driver was Casey Kane. Has that changed? <laughs> um, I'll be honest. I, I don't watch a lot of NASCAR anymore. He, I know he retired by now. but Yeah. Yeah. Um, I honestly tend to root for uh, Jerry Lagano now whenever I'm, whenever I'm watching it. That's a good answer. Jerry's a great guy. You know, with Casey Kane, uh, when I belonged to the Y up in Mooresville, occasionally uh, I'd run into him there. I'd just say hi. You know, I, I don't like to bother people with racing stuff when they're dealing with real life. But what I found was fascinating. I was sitting on a bench tying my shoes, and sitting down, I was as tall as he was standing up. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty short guy. <laughs> Now, you mentioned the 2019 late model championship at Jennerstown. It would be kind of nice to have a 2023 championship up there. Uh, yeah, that would be very nice. Um, luckily, with the, they run a drop race now, and we missed the first race. We had some issues with the car. But, uh, yeah, we've uh, we've had three, three top three finishes there in our first four races. So, I think we... Uh, we're figuring this car out, and we're gonna we're gonna be a contender. Cool. Uh, how about if we talk about uh, sponsors? Who's uh, now? Schwab has been with you for years. Is there anyone oh, else yeah. helping to pay the bills? Yeah, we uh, we got a couple of new sponsors. We have Walker Services. Uh, we have Ridgeline Solutions, Ridgeline Computer Solutions up in Somerset. They've just come on board with us. We have Short Fuse Tracking. We have Dave and Kelly Ridinger, who's sponsored me for many many years now. Um, Stella Construction Excavation, they just jumped on board with us this year. Uh, we have Shaka Motorsports, who did a ton of work on this car for us. We've been doing racing development. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So do you think that Mom and Dad, Kelly and Dave, are maybe having second thoughts of taking you to that go-kart track? <laughs> Uh, some sometimes I definitely do. It's been it's been a lot for them over the years, just keeping up with the racing. But think about this: if the car's in their garage, that means that many nights during the week you're with mom and dad, and and, and that's that's quality time. And you can't put time in a bottle. So I would think, in spite of the commitment and and maybe the finances, but being able to be there with you. All week and then time on the racetrack. Because when you're racing, maybe you're on a track for an hour. But the other six days, you're with mom and dad. And that's pretty special. Yeah, yeah, I am, I'm happy they've dealt with me for this long and kept keeping the car at their place. Uh, and I try to get down there when I can. But two kids were always running around. But yeah, it, it is great. It's a track. We've always, we've always done this and been able to be together. Well, with two young girls, life as you know it is going to change big time. Well, we're coming up on a commercial. Do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, I'd just like to thank my crew that have been great with me. Uh, my mom and dad, who, like I said before, just put up with this for so long and helped me for many, many years doing this. My wife, Brittany, my daughters, Rylan and Blakely, who have also put up with this. For many years, my wife has always supported me. Uh, Mike, Mike and Gary Carper are my crew. Mike Rudecki, they all have been great for me this year, just working on the car and 
helping us through those issues early on. And all the, all my family has been there to support us in the stands and, and all the fans that come every week to support us, the owners. And hopefully we can do this for a long time. I would say you're a pretty lucky guy. Beautiful wife, two beautiful daughters, great parents, a good crew. You're living a good life. And I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us today for this interview. And I wish you continued success toward that 2023 championship. I appreciate the interview, Don. Thank you. The summer months are heating up, and so is the action at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The month of June is packed and stacked. Thursday Night Thunder on Thursday, June the 1st, featuring Western Pennsylvania Sprint Car Speed Week. A quick turnaround two days later on Saturday, June the 3rd for Champions Night, a TMT transportation action event featuring the Rourke Automotive, Rush Dirt Late Models, Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, Hobby Stocks, the Crawford Auto Repair Open 4 Cylinders, and the always safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns. One week later, it's the 12th annual Ed LaBoo Memorial on Saturday, June the 10th. The most prestigious pro stock event in Western Pennsylvania with Rush Sprint Cars and Rush Sportsman Modifieds on the card. Saturday, June the 17th features Twin State Auto Racing Club Night for a TMT Transportation Action Event. View our 2023 racing schedule, purchase tickets, and more by visiting ppms.com. Can't make it to the track? Stream every race live on the cushion. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube by searching PA Motor Speedway. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. 
Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Howie Bayless. Race fans, right now we're going to grab a word with the driver who's leading the points in the Pro Stock Division. Two for three so far this season. The pilot of the North Star Equipment, car number 76. This is Will Hemminger. Will, welcome to Rapid on Racing. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, Will, great season so far. Um, looks like you got your championship form back from a couple years ago. Last year, a little bit of a struggle. You still finished up in the top two in the points. But, man, this year you came out on fire. Yeah, I was just working all uh, winter. I'm, I'm so excited. You know, I was hoping it would be this good. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. And this year you did something kind of different. You painted your car. Last year was kind of a throwback to your dad. This year a throwback to your grandfather. Yeah, just changing it up. Got a little sick of the orange and black. Yellow, I figured it would look good with the black, and uh came out a lot better than I thought it would. And your family, big Steeler fans, so, I mean, going along with the Steeler theme. And what are the plans for this year? Are you going to just focus on the pro stock? Um, I heard you guys might have a late model coming out for you later on. Yeah, you know, I wasn't planning on going for the championship, but after the car being this good and stuff, you know, kind of going towards that but i am going to take off a week here in a little bit going to canada fishing so that's going to put a little bit of hold in it but hopefully you can bounce back from that and keep winning some races now when you go away are you going to put somebody in the car or it'll just sit that week it'll just sit that week i heard some of the sponsors are offering to send you on a lot of fishing trips this year a lot of your competitors you know they want to get you out of here so they have a chance to win but you know, this is what your fourth or fifth year behind the wheel of a race car, and you made the progression out of the Chargers. And was, were you able to take any of that knowledge out of the Chargers into the late model? Yeah, there's not too many things that switch over from that. It's kind of just learning completely. Way more power, way lighter. Wherever you put that steering wheel, that car's going to go there. Unlike the Charger, where you can take about half a turn, and you're still going to be in the same lane. And you come from a racing family. Um, your dad has won in practically every division here at Jennerstown Speedway. Your pap, a former track champion in the pure stocks at Motordrome and Jennerstown Speedway. And you bypassed pretty much the street stocks and went into the pro stocks. What made you decide to do that? You just wanted to get into the chassis cars that much quicker? Yeah, we didn't really do much. The charge is more of a, just a learning experience. And uh, the next year, the pro stocks came about and it. It was kind of a group effort getting me into that, just get used to like the newer style race cars. And you never had the opportunity to race against your pap, but it looks like coming up once you get in that late model, you'll have a chance to race against your dad. Um, what's that going to do as far as like your mom? Is she going to be rooting for her son or her husband? Yeah, that's kind of one of those things that I'm not looking forward to is racing against my dad and Barry because, you know, I just look up to them so much that... If I get around them, I feel like I'm not going to try to, you know, race them hard. But definitely looking forward to moving up and uh, getting some wins up there. And it seemed like your career just came alive once you got into that late model. Um, is that because you were able to go and talk to your dad and Barry and, 
you know, who drive that type of car currently, and they're able to give you some advice versus the Charger? Yeah, the Charger, we kind of just built it. We weren't really tuning on it to win. We were just kind of more for seat time. With the uh, Pro Stock, my Barry kind of just took it over and set it up for me and uh, really got me those wins. And what's it like getting to be out here on a track that your family has such a rich tradition in? Um, you're a third-generational driver to win a track championship here. I mean, I don't know if you're a big fan of the history of racing and Jennerstown in particular, but that has to kind of give you a cool feeling to know you and your dad and your pap all have something in common. Yeah, definitely. Like when we first came up here, my dad went out on the track and put cones exactly where to drive. So that made it kind of nice. And what does the future hold? You said, you know, you guys do have a late model. Um, after you go to Canada, are you going to reevaluate to see if you're going to make that move then, or are you going to possibly bring the late model and the pro stock and run them both in the same night? Uh, it's kind of difficult running two cars in one night. You know, it gets a little busy, but, um, you know, they pro stocks and late models, they kind of run the same nights. There's not really one where there's off, you know, so I don't know if we'll have time or not. What about heading down south next year? Any chance of going down to Speed Weeks? Yeah, we were just talking about that. I'd love to go down there and try out some new tracks. I think that'd be uh, really fun. And who would you take along as your crew? Would you uh, ask Barry to go, uh, your dad, your pap, or, you know, like when it comes to your crew, is it all one that services the North Star Equipment cars, your, yours and your dad, or do you guys each have like your own separate crews? Yeah, we kind of have our own separate crew. Obviously, my dad, he, he'll spot for me whenever he's not racing, get a chance. But my crew is mainly my best friends from school, you know. I asked them to come out, and most of them said no, but the ones that did, you know, really they really stuck with me. And how old are you, Will? 17. And what was it like driving a race car before you even had your learner's permit? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot different, you know. Um you know, I thought I'd drive fast on the road, but really I'd drive a lot slower than what I thought I would. Are you sure Mike's your dad? I wonder that sometimes. Hey, your dad, um, he started out at a very young age, too, racing. Um, he was probably about 21, 22 when he made his debut in 1991. And it's kind of unique. Your dad's the one who brought the Hemingers to race and not your pap. Your, it was Michael, your dad racing, and then the next year, or, yeah, I think the next year your pap built a car, and, you know, it's been going on for over 30 years. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, one week my dad was off, my pap was going to hop in a car, and uh, he got there and someone broke, so he never even got to race for, like, five weeks in a row. Everyone was hopping in his car, and then finally he got to eventually get in it. Have you and your dad thought about maybe switching cars for a night and uh, just um, get you that late model experience and you know let your dad have some fun too you know i don't know if i'd give my car up but i definitely want him to get in it one of these times and feel it have you guys uh you and your dad went on the same night yet you guys had that honor you know on the first night last year we were pretty close i won and then he got second but not really well why don't we go ahead now and talk about all the marketing partners and the people that help make uh, north star equipment racing possible yeah, we have uh, Worldwide Electric. They make uh, electric motors for my uh, Pops conveyors, Morocco Welding, uh, Black Specialty Service, Integrity Coatings, um, Jeff Carey, um, Specklin, Richard Palagruta, one of the owners, and uh, Integrity Coatings. I, th I think that's it. 
Oh, North Star Equipment. And, you know, if it wasn't for your mom, your dad, your pap, your gram, and uh, your brother, and your buddy Luke, and I'm not sure who else who else helps out on the car, Dick Bob? Yeah, Dick Bob and Tammy, they, uh, they're always there to help me. And my buddy Trent, actually, he raced, he raced Bedford, and last night he won in a late model. Well, that's awesome. I guess the challenge is thrown down for you to go out and get that win. Yeah, hopefully tonight uh, we'll get her done. Hey, Will, um, what are your plans? Are you going to go work the summer up at North Star or just enjoy the summer for have it off? Yeah, we'll, we'll be working down at North Star Equipment and pay for some racing parts. Race fans, be sure to keep an eye on the North Star Equipment. Jeff Carey Associates, car number 76, the driver, Will Hemminger. Thanks, Will. Thank you, guys. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. The summer months are heating up and so is the action at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The month of June is packed and stacked. Thursday Night Thunder on Thursday, June the 1st, featuring Western Pennsylvania Sprint Car Speed Week. A quick turnaround two days later on Saturday, June the 3rd for Champions Night. A TMT transportation action event featuring the Rourke Automotive, Rush Dirt Late Models, Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, Hobby Stocks, the Crawford Auto Repair, Open 4 Cylinders, and the always safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns. One week later, it's the 12th annual Ed LaBoo Memorial on Saturday, June the 10th. The most prestigious pro stock event in Western Pennsylvania with Rush Sprint Cars and Rush Sportsman Modifieds on the card. Saturday, June the 17th features Twin State Auto Racing Club Night for a TMT Transportation Action Event. View our 2023 racing schedule, purchase tickets, and more by visiting ppms.com. Can't make it to the track? Stream every race live on the cushion. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube by searching PA Motor Speedway. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Howie Bayless. Man, that was awesome. Jim, congratulations. Back here at Latrobe Victory Lane, and you and Jacob have been two of the dominant 305 sprints here. And it just seems like one of you two, you get out to the lead and that clean air, and man, there's no catching you. 
Well, uh, clean air is king. You know, uh, you're behind so many dirty air with these wing cars, and uh, they act a lot different. I mean, you can gain so much more speed, and uh, your car feels under you a lot more when you're in clean air. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Tommy was starting to get a little – Tommy Jason there was starting to get a little loose off of each corner, and I could see he was starting to get freer and freer on exit, and uh, I knew our car was coming to us. It was tight in the beginning. It was coming, coming. It was getting better and better and better, and I could just – I could nail the bottom like a son of a bitch, and uh, so I could get a drive off, and then and, and when he kept slipping up on exit, I knew, you know, this big, fast half mile, it, the mo- momentum's a lot here, and uh, if I was patient a little bit there, I knew, I knew we had a really, really good car, and that's, the car's usually a lot better than I am. My brother-in-law does all the, all the work on it, set up, everything, and, uh, you know, I got the luxury of driving it. We laid a big old fat-ass goose egg last night, started on the pole at Lernerville and finished ninth. And uh, we found a lot of problems in the rear end with the car. Today we stayed overnight, stayed at a hotel, fixed it in the parking lot this morning, came here, and it fixed it because last night we couldn't get out of our own way. And tonight it's like a whole nother race car. So I was so glad we found some stuff with the torsion arms and some Himes and the Rear end was bound up, but, you know, none of this would be possible without my sponsors, Premier Stamping and Assembly, Sunburst Environmental, Napa, Cortland, Ohio, the power plant under the hood is done by Fremont, Ohio, Fremont of Ohio, Gressman Power Sports, uh, the Keller family, Scoville Designs. It was just me and my brother-in-law here tonight. It was supposed to be nobody could make it, and my wife surprised me, drove almost three hours here and showed up. So that was a really, really exciting surprise for me because... The older you get, you realize family is pretty much everything. So and without family, you don't got much. So family means a lot. And we get a privilege of driving these race cars. I love, absolutely love Latrobe. I don't know what they do to this racetrack, but it's amazing. They, they deserve a lot of credit. It doesn't hurt your tires. It's really, really fast. You can hit the bottom, the middle. It's a phenomenal place. So we really appreciate it. Straight water. Well, whatever, whatever's in the water in Latrobe, I need to put it in my fat body because I need, I need this kind of performance. Now, Jim, this is, uh, what, about your third career win here at Latrobe? Fourth. Yeah. And, uh, out of six. Four out of six. You are the winningest 305 sprint car here at the Speedway. And it just seems like no matter what, you guys get the grip and the traction and and people, you know, aren't aware, at least I found this out, that wings, you don't adjust throughout the night. No, in the 305 division, it's a little different from the 410s. The 410s have a hydraulic wing slider in them, and as the track slicks off and your car gets freer and looser, you can move the wings back, and it actually can tighten you up. Our wings, uh, they, for the cost-effective with the 305 race saver deal, you know, save you $1,000 or so. You, uh, we can't do that. So, like I said, all that, all that testament is to my brother-in-law, Chris Mott, who, you know, he sets the wings. He sets the setup. He sets the shocks, the air pressures. Like I said, it's, I just have the pleasure of driving it. He reads the track, and he just tells me don't, you know, he hopes that I don't screw it up. I, and what I said, usually the car is better than me. So I can't, can't tell you how much I appreciate it. A few years ago, I went through a span where I didn't win a race. And I didn't know that I'd ever win a race again. And my brother-in-law came along to help me. And I don't know, we've probably won 20 since he's been helping me. I just can't, can't thank him enough. Great chance. Give it a round of applause. Jim Morris, your Bauer Farms 305 Sprint Car feature winner tonight. One more thing. I'd like to thank uh, Bauer Farms. Cool hat. Uh, matches my underwear. And then I also would like to thank um, 
Jeremy Hill. I think he's giving away a top wing tonight for the Hills Tire Place, and uh, that is that's really cool. As we all know, wings aren't cheap, but we go through them a lot, unfortunately. But uh, I don't know where he is. I really like to thank him for doing that. I don't know who's going to win it, but whoever does, it's very much appreciated, Jeremy. Thank you. Let's get round of applause, Jim Morris, your 305 Sprint Car winner. I want to tell you a little bit about Steve Scarupa Photography. He's located at 4721 Main Street in Imperial, PA, 15126. If you need to get in touch with him, his number is 412-721-2770. Steve specializes in wedding photography and shoots landscapes for fun. He has a separate website for both brides and weddings. He shoots badass photos. Sometimes people, sometimes racing, and sometimes nature. Steve's work is excellent, and we appreciate all the photos that he sends us from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Want to share some uh, short track results from the area? At Lernerville, with Chamber of Commerce weather in the background and four divisions on hand, the action track came alive following last Friday night's rainout and offered its fair share of twists and turns throughout all four main events. Tyler Dietz was both the hunter and the hunted in his season-long battle with Corey Catellus but he was able to take top honors in the Bob Lambert Memorial for the Pro Stocks. A.J. Flick pulled off a last lap slide job for his second win of the year in the sprint car action. Meanwhile, Garrett Crummert found the top side of the speedway to his liking in collecting his first feature win of the year with the big block modifieds. And Jeremy Cornbaugh held off a furious late race challenge from the wily veteran Greg Dabrowski to take his first career feature victory at the speedway in the Allegheny Sprint Tour Racing Action. All the Saturday results are in the Tyler Harris report But uh, A.J. Flick scored his second win of the weekend in the 410 sprint cars. Sunday at Tri-City, Rex King Jr. withstood numerous cautions to take home the win in the BRP Modified Tour 35-lap feature. Also holding checkered flags were A.J. Flick in the 410 sprints. He won Friday, Saturday, 
and Sunday. I don't think he needs to travel to Port Royal Speedway, but what do I know? Dan Davies, UMP Modifieds, was a winner. Bobby Whitling in the Pro Stocks. Levi Maskell scored in the Four Cylinders. Plus Wally Stock and Ryan Maglione were the Vintage Modified Series winners. Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee across the plains of Texas from sea to shining sea from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA where there's pride in every American heart and it's time we stand and say The staff at Rappin' on Racing would like to thank our marketing partners, Curtis Power Solutions, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Alternative Power Sources, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and RPS Financial Solutions. Without these companies, Rappin' on Racing would not be possible.
Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all, stand on it.